Zeus here. <clears throat> uh, sorry about that. Zeus here. God of thunder, inventor of fire. My resume is awesome. Look, fire is one of my most epic creations, but it doesn't belong on the road. And trailer chains can spark a wildfire if you let them drag. So just make sure your trailer chains are all tightened up. Otherwise, you will be on the highway to Hades. <laughs> know what I mean? Tighten up loose trailer chains. Use your fire sense. Are you looking to invest but are worried about the uncertainty of long-term rates? Then Granite Credit Union's High Yield Certificate is for you. Right now, you can get a 6- or 12-month certificate with an APY of 4.75%. Open with as little as $500, sit back, and watch your savings grow. Granite Credit Union, always there. Annual percentage yield membership required. Dividends are compounded and paid monthly. Offer subject to change without notice. Ask for additional details. Federally insured by NCUA. DJ and PK brought to you in part by the Utah Summer Games. Registration is now open for the Larry H. Miller Utah Summer Games in Cedar City. Join nearly 10,000 athletes of all ages and abilities. Compete in over 40 different events this June. Register now at utahsummergames.org. That's utahsummergames.org. We're joined now by Hode Rubino, covering Arizona State as the publisher of Devil's Digest. Hode, good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for coming on. I went to UC Santa Barbara. We don't play big-time Division One football, but PK went to Arizona <laughs> State, and they do play Division One football. And PK, since the coaching change, has used the phrase, activate the valley, about a thousand times and cracked us up with that and made it part of the lingo of the show. How often have you heard the phrase, activate the valley, and do you see the valley being activated by the new coaching staff? Yeah, I mean, I, in all honesty, I, I definitely hear that uh, several times during the week. And I think it's just really a testament to uh, Kenny Dillingham and how much he, he he has been the shot in the arm that this uh, program you know program has needed. I mean, obviously, um, you know, not a great tenure under under Herm Edwards, and now he got uh, an, an NCAA investigation that's about to wrap up uh, later on this year that is going to bring some sanctions uh, with it. So uh, to say that Tempe was uh, ready and due for a change would be a, a gross understatement. So um, I, I think there's, a, there's definitely um, a, a sense of renewal, a sense of excitement um, around uh, around Tempe, around the fans of the team. Uh, look, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every every game is going to be a sellout, no, no, no matter well, what the opponent is. So I think it's very much work in progress to truly activate the valley as uh, the um, as, as Kenny Dillingham and the staff want to do. But uh, I, I feel that uh, if they can. Uh, produce a good season, uh, get off to a good start. Uh, I think that would be maybe the necessary baby steps to uh, definitely accomplish uh, the grand vision of what Kenny Dillingham's trying to achieve. Were you the one who asked the question and said Devil's Digest and Herm, Devil's, I'm a Christian. And what an idiot he was. Yes, yes. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that was me in that, in that introductory press conference. And, uh, you know, sure, I mean, a nice, a nice rival moment, which is which uh, you know definitely uh, did not hurt from a publicity standpoint, but uh, I think when you kind of look back at the at the, at the Herm Edwards tenure, it was uh, maybe just one of many um, not so uh, uh, thoughtful um, actions or sayings by, uh, by by the former Arizona State coach. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to you know belabor the point of somebody that does not hear anymore, but uh, he, he definitely uh, put the program in a hole that, uh, that, that Kenny Dillingham is going to try to dig out of. And uh, that's why I think Arizona State is lucky 
you know, to have a coach that's not, you know, not, not a mercenary, not somebody that just uh, bounces from job to job to job as a head coach, but an alumnus uh, that uh, really was born and raised uh, here in the Valley, uh, grew, grew up as an Arizona State fan, and that just un- undeniable passion and desire to see this program succeed uh, is uh, something that uh, should, uh, in theory, uh, make all of us forget about the Herm Edwards era and, yes, even that uh, viral moment that I was a part of. <laughs> so game one, I'm going with the quarterback depth chart of Borgay, Pine, uh, Rashada, and Conover. Am I accurate? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jacob Conover didn't do anything in spring practice uh, to, to lose his, uh, his starting job. And you look objectively at how Arizona State played uh, when uh, Borgay was a, was a starting quarterback. I think you definitely saw um, a, a, a much better offense. Uh, still, uh, you know, lacked uh, some tools that I think was able to replenish uh, in, in the offseason. You know, the, the, you know, Drew Pine from uh, the quarterback transfer from Notre Dame, I mean, is, is a nice quarterback. But uh, in, in my eyes, and I know in the staff's eyes too, he didn't do anything really to uh, uh, push out uh, Borgay under the starting position. Uh, you know, sure, in theory, it's still going to be a uh, quarterback battle uh, throughout the first couple of weeks of fall camp until the staff is going to have to name a starter for the season opener. But, uh, you know, right now, I would say it's highly unlikely that uh, Borgay does, uh, does lose his job. I mean, sure, everybody's starting at ground zero uh, with a new coaching staff and a, a new scheme. But, again, if I'm, if I'm going by spring practice, I think Borgay uh, definitely showed uh, command of the offense and really just continuing the momentum that he ended the uh, 2022 season. Hodorbino joined us covering Arizona State as the publisher of the Devils Digest. Our spring football tour continues with a look at the Sun Devils. And it was an interesting league, with the exception of Washington State, a league that usually has a big middle class. It doesn't have a lot of bad teams, doesn't have a lot of great teams. And there were five teams that won double-digit games, and UCLA won nine and was right there. So there was a, a legit top half. Washington State was seven and six. Everybody else uh, had their issues, and there were coaching changes. Is there something that ASU on this roster right now, as Dillingham, as you say, digs out of the hole? Is there a player or position group, a real strength of this team, that they can hang their hat on and say, we're good at this when they try to compete with the top half of the league that seems to have it going? Receivers. Yeah, I would say I would say receivers, and I also really 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 throw the the, the tight end, the tight ends into too and. You know, I think you're going to find this uh, following note, uh, you know, broadcasting out of Salt Lake City. Uh, interesting. Uh, when I talked to Brian Ward, uh, who was the defensive coordinator for Washington State uh, last season and obviously is now the Sun Devils defensive coordinator, uh, when I asked him about um, how, how he scouted Arizona State when the two, uh, two teams met in Pullman uh, last November, uh, he told me that uh, he, had a, he had a lot of respect uh, just watching the Arizona State uh, the, the, the tight ends group uh, on film. Uh, and he felt that, uh, that they were just as good as Utah, uh, you know, when, when it comes when it comes to that department. And uh, he also thought that as the game unfolded, uh, when uh, when they faced each other on the field, that that really did uh, did come to fruition. So I would say tight ends and wide receivers are are, are definitely uh, two position groups, which again, you know, may, maybe lump them together, just because Arizona State is definitely going to highlight the tight end uh, position even more in its offense. Uh, those are the, uh, those are uh, two two groups that I think. Uh, are definitely going to give some fits uh, to, to defenses around the Pac-12, you know, and obviously the the uh, leading players 
in those uh, groups are Jalen Conyers at tight end, Elijah Badger at wide receiver. I mean, even with, uh, you know, arguably the worst season in Arizona State uh, history, I think those two players uh, definitely definitely did flash uh, more, more than once or twice. And I think that uh, now that they have uh, more, more, more weapons around them, and I think more importantly, a much more competent staff with a offensive scheme that's really going to fit um, their, their, their skills like a hand, hand to glove. Um, I think that guys like Connors and Badger can can really take that extra step. And uh, there's no doubt, and I know the par is low, uh, that this uh, offense for Arizona State is going to be much more explosive in 2023. Obviously, Coach Dillingham hit the transfer portal hard. And uh, it's going to look the roster is going to look substantially different, and you know you get uh, some a guy like Pine who comes from Notre Dame, and I, I know they got a a defender from Oklahoma and all that. So you see, okay, those guys are playing Power Five football, so you, maybe you can come in and play. But what they've done from uh, following it, and you know, my roots are in in Arizona, obviously, so I follow it that. They've tapped into the big sky for a running back from Sac State and a receiver, I think, from Idaho State, where uh, one of the assistants now was the head coach, a guy who uh, was the head coach uh, at high school when Dillingham was coaching and all that stuff. So I'm wondering, how much do you think those guys from the lower level, uh, Cameron and uh, what's the other guy's name, uh, Galori, how can they – how much do you think they can contribute? Because they haven't proven it yet on the Power Five level, but yet I'm hearing good things about them. Yeah, I mean uh, the, the players they're referring to are running back uh, Cam, uh, Cam 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 from Sacramento State and uh, the Idaho State wide receiver Xavier Guillory. And uh, I think in that spring practice, if you had to make a list of uh, the most impressive players um, on the field, especially on offense, those two players e- e- easily makes the make the list. Uh, you know, Cam, Cam, Cam Scadabo is somebody uh, who reminds me a lot of a former uh, Arizona State running back that I'm sure you're familiar with, but maybe some Utah fans are familiar with, too, uh, De, uh, De, DeMario Richard, uh, somebody who's just, just that uh, classic low, uh, low low center of gravity running back, but really uh, was was showing some de- deceiving speed uh, in, in the open field. But in terms of being, uh, you know, the, the starting running back for Arizona State, um, I think that he definitely has a very, very, very good chance of uh, assuming that position, and um, yeah, I know that sometimes players uh, come with that, uh, you know, stigma. Or you know, you you played all your college career in the FCS. What you know, what what, what can you do in, in a Power Five program? But again, if I'm if I'm just going by spring up the spring practice camp, Scadaboo, uh, you know, definitely uh, is, is somebody that has uh, has proven that he's up to the task. Xavier Gilroy, uh, Xavier Gilroy, I'm sorry, he's somebody that um, I I thought. Really put up some really good, really nice numbers at Idaho State, and he just has that that, that God given talent, a, a great frame, a great combination of, of strength and speed. So um, I wasn't surprised to see him excel the way he did in the spring practice. But uh, you know, again, I mean, I understand that uh, you know there's going to be some uh, degree of, of, of skepticism when you make uh, that huge jump from FCS to Power Five. But I think uh, those two players uh, in particular are just as much of a reason as guys like Jalen Conyers and Elijah Badger, I mentioned a few minutes ago, as to why this Arizona State offense is going to be more balanced, is going to be more, is, is going to be more explosive in 2023. Um, I think that ASU fans that's, that saw those, uh, that, that tandem of players in spring practice uh, have a genuine reason uh, to be excited of their potential contributions this year. 
It's Reed. Summertime is here in the Valley. And whether you're looking for that summer road trip vehicle or maybe you're thinking about upgrading, you need to go check out my friends at Airpark Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They're just off Frank Lloyd Wright. They listened to their customers. They made some changes. And I want you to meet my pal, Val. He's the guy that's going to get you the best deal in town. Val, what's going on this month? Hey, Reed. What's up, Scottsdale? These are absolutely the best deals in town on Jeep Grand Cherokees up to 70 $800 off. This is the perfect ride for your summer vacation. Me and my power team will make sure you will get the best deal in town. Yeah, you heard it from my pal Val. Big deals on Jeep Grand Cherokees. If you're looking to upgrade for that summer road trip, come check them out. They're just off Frank Lloyd Wright in Scottsdale. It's Air Park Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Ask for your pal Val. I will get you the best deal in town. And find them online airparkcars.com. Stock number PC502660 on approved credit. See dealer for details. Ben Coleman went down with an injury in spring football and is expected to miss half the season. How good is the O-line? How much depth is there to endure more injuries uh, with, you know, Coleman missing five, six, seven games, whatever it turns out to be? And how much is it going to be three-step drops and get the ball out to these tight ends and receivers because they can't really protect? Well, I mean, to, to answer your second question first, I think that really is uh, the, the, the Kenny Dillingham offensive philosophy anyway, is really to, really to get rid of the ball as quickly as possible. Dillingham actually made a comment during spring practice that uh, he said that if, if uh, his team uh, does uh, yield the sack, he actually puts the blame more on the quarterback than, than he does put, a, put it on the offensive line uh, just because of that mentality of, of getting, get, getting uh, rid of the ball fast and always having option B, option C, option D every time he needs to pass the ball. So um, that philosophy, I think, does work uh, really well with what you mentioned with uh, a, a suspect depth chart at offensive line. I mean, that injury to Ben Coleman uh, you know, before spring practice uh, definitely was uh, a severe blow because he was a pencil starter, uh, a pencil starter at, at left guard. So um, that's something that ASU uh, did go into the transfer portal. Uh, they got uh, Siona Finau from Purdue. They got Kate Briggs from Texas Tech. And uh, they're going to try uh, between those two players uh, to uh, really uh, show, you know, show up that position uh, in, in, in specific. But uh, offensive line is definitely uh, one area that I would say is, is somewhat worrisome. And needless to say that if that front five can't really gel and can't really play at a high level, then it really doesn't matter how many playmakers you have in the backfield or uh, or, or on the wings at wide receiver and end tight end. So um, I think uh, that's going to be one position that's really going to be on, on, under the microscope during fall camp. Uh, there, there definitely are some uh, un- unanswered questions. Maybe the uh, front five is is more or less set aside from left guard, but uh, in, in terms of in terms of the depth behind. Uh, those uh, the, the, the starting handful of players, I think uh, that is going to be one storyline that's going to be followed really, really closely in fall camp because, again, the offense is going to rise and fall on the play of that offensive line. I think we'll see, obviously, with the number of great quarterbacks coming back this year that the league is stacked there, so we expect the ball to be in the air a lot when we get to conference games with the talented quarterbacks that are returning. And as I look at the defense for the Devils, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the down linemen. I'm not sure about the linebackers, but I'm going to be sure about anything on a relative scale. It's going to be the defensive backfield. And I think that, that even under Herm, they, that was pretty good. They had some good defensive backs back there. 
I, I know they got uh, Woods returning, Clark, uh, Torrance. Uh, I think he was a junior college transfer, if I remember. Uh, he he came in, or maybe he came up from a lower level. He looked good, and I know they got some transfers that they're going to plug in, one of them being from SC. How would you evaluate the defensive backfield? Because on paper, to me, it looks like it might be a strength. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm going to uh, evaluate the defensive backfield based on what Arizona State has in terms of pass rushing because, as we all know, uh, sometimes the defensive backs are just as good as the pass reps that, that's generated up front. That was definitely an, an Achilles heel, maybe one of many Achilles heels for Arizona State in 2022 is, is, is a lack of pass rush. And I think uh, on the edge position, they've done a great job in the transfer portal. Two players that really stood out in spring uh, do come from Power 5 programs, Kelly Smith from Oklahoma, Prince, Prince Dorba from Texas. Um, there, there are some other uh, young, young, young players, too, um, at that position that really showed a, a lot in spring and really can have that positive domino effect to, uh, to, to help, help the defensive backs quite a bit. And like I said, uh, there the, the definitely are proven players over there. Roe Torrance actually came, 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 came from Auburn, and I think uh, quickly in his first year in Tempe became uh, definitely one of the better cornerbacks uh, in, in the Pac-12. Uh, definitely uh, had, had, had a strong spring. So there's no reason to think why he can't uh, still uh, keep uh, the, the, that, the, that niche among, among his peers. Um, Ed Woods is, is probably going to be the other starter. Um, as you mentioned, uh, there's, there's some nice depth, um, you know, behind that, behind them with guys like Mason Williams, Isaiah, Isaiah Johnson, uh, the nickel uh, back, uh, you know, you know, Jordan Clark. Uh, he was injured for a good portion of spring, but uh, obviously uh, the latter latter half. Of the 2022 season, Duffy was one of the better defenders um, out there. So I think uh, there's also uh, genuine reason uh, for excitement to see his development, especially as an upperclassman. But um, they, they brought two great safeties in the transfer portal. Xavier Alford from, from USC, Shamari Simmons, another um, FCS player, uh, this time from Austin P. Um, I was really, really impressed. Uh, with uh, with uh, the, the spring practice that they had, you still have uh, uh, Chris Edmonds, a starter that's coming back from last year. So, uh, but yeah, I do agree that the defensive back uh, may have uh, more familiar names in terms of proven players compared uh, to to the defensive line and, and to the linebackers. But again, I, I just feel that uh, there uh, was a lot of um, positive signs that this. Uh, uh, pass rush is going to be much better, especially from the from the edge uh, role. And um, again, if, if that's really going to come to fruition uh, when the, when when the, the calendar flips to September, I think that uh, the defensive backs, which again I think are very talented in their own right as it is, are really going to benefit from uh, a, a much uh, uh, much more aggressive defensive scheme and a definitely elevated um, uh, level of talent, especially when it comes to the pass rush. And all of that sounds good, and I think we all know that uh, the first thing Kyle Whittingham will have his team do is run the ball. Is ASU going to be able to run the ball and uh, force people into throwing situations, either throwing downs or uh, turn them into a team that has to throw on first down? Because given his druthers, I I think we all think Kyle would run the ball 40 times in a row and go right down the field and be really comfortable with it. Yeah, I think that uh, the, the, the interior of the defensive line uh, is uh, definitely uh, one, one area that, that Arizona State uh, is, is going to have to shore up. Um, just like I mentioned, the uh, depth at the offensive line being worrisome. If I flip it to the other side of the ball, I would say that definitely the, the interior of the defensive line uh, right now is really one one uh, you know huge huge question mark. I know that um, ASU uh, was a little snake bitten uh, in the transfer portal uh, with uh, some prospects that uh, you know that did not work out. 
obviously you're, you're at a time of year where it's really hard to get a quality, uh, especially defensive lineman, um, out, out of the portal, um, you know, as uh, well, full camp is uh, literally three months away. But um, I would say that um, it's, it's definitely going to be a big, big TBD uh, when, when, it, when it comes to the interior defensive line and obviously the ability to stop the run. I know that defensive coordinator Brian Ward said, you know, maybe only half jokingly that if he could just have four edge players uh, line up as a starting defensive line, you know, he, he, he would be content with that just because his defensive scheme is very, very aggressive and very, very, very disruptive. Uh, but in terms of really having a uh, strong core anchor uh, that can really uh, produce a good uh, run, you know, run-stopping defense. Again, I think that's that, that's a huge question mark. We'll see how that storyline unfolds in fall camp, and we'll see um, when we actually, uh, you know, do, do play teams like you said, uh, Utah with uh, very strong uh, running games. How, how they can really fare against that? I know it's uh, you know it's a defensive scheme at Washington State. that Brian Ward did uh, very very well uh, with by and large athletes that were not um, of the caliber that he has right now at Arizona State. So I think that uh, if you're an Arizona State fan, you should put your faith in a proven defense coordinator like, like Ryan Ward, that uh, he's, he's just going to go ahead and make it work when it comes to the interior of the defensive line, even though, like I said, right here, right now, uh, that is definitely an area of concern for the team. Going forward, the Devils are going to do nothing unless they start making inroads in-state. That's a fact. You know, the hotshot quarterback committed to Georgia, and this year the tight end committed to SC. And so they're still leaving in droves. But if anybody could do it, I got faith in Dillingham because he got a four-star punter to commit. Is that going to be? And he got a receiver who's halfway decent. Is this punter, because they don't get four and five stars local, they tend to take off. With that punter, is that going to be opening the floodgates? Well, look, I mean, with, with all the respect to the punter, Cannon Floyd, let's also talk about that. Dylan, uh, Dylan Tapley, an athlete from Scottsdale Desert Mountain High School, um, who could play either, either, either safety tight end, but he, he, he is a four-star prospect. And um, I, I think that the, the, the recruiting philosophy has been uh, really, really interesting because you're right. I mean, this is um, a staff, starting with Kenny Dillingham, obviously, that is very familiar uh, with uh, the high school prospects in the Valley and uh, definitely has a lot of connections, not only he, but uh, a, a lot of members of his staff, Sean Aguano and Jason Mons, uh, you know, n- n- namely, uh, really, really, really lead the charge um, in that regard. But they also have uh, two uh, very good recruiters in the state of Texas, two new uh, um, uh, coaching staff additions in Rashad Samples and, and, and Brian Carrington. And ASU was able to add also some four stars from that state, and I think they're about to get some good news uh, in, in, um, in, in the month of June when it, when it comes to those additions from the, from the Lone Star State. Um, it's really hard for coaching staff, even with the many connections they have locally, uh, to make inroads uh, right away with the current recruiting class. So I'm really judging uh, the in-state uh, recruiting success more on the 25 and 26 classes. But I think the 24, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to have they can pull some rabbits out of the hat in terms of getting uh, blue chip uh, local, local recruits, but uh, you know I think one more of the many differences of this coaching staff compared to the, compared to the older one that you have a lot of competent recruiters that um, really made a lot of noise I think to begin with with all the transfer portal additions and now with and, and now with the 2024 class 
Arizona State is ranked, uh, I think, somewhere in the, somewhere in the top in the, in, the, in the top 35 already with two with, with two four-star prospect commits. I know for a lot of uh, teams, maybe that's not uh, something to uh, be impressed about. But when you talk about a team like Arizona State, especially this early in the recruiting cycle, I think that the fruits of the labor when it comes to recruiting our efforts are definitely there uh, locally and also in the state of Texas. And um, obviously, if they can have a, a good season, maybe defying some of the somewhat low expectations out there, I think uh, that they can actually end uh, the 2024 recruiting class with a lot of a lot of surprises. And again, there are definitely a lot of competent recruiters on this staff that can uh, that can pull off those surprises. Sweet man, you know I'm looking at the forecast through Wednesday the 14th, and there's only one triple-digit <laughs> forecast. Break out the coats and enjoy it. <laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, 98, 102, I think that's really a razor-thin margin. Of, uh, mar- margin uh, better of than eight. 114. <laughs> that, is, that, that is true, you know, and the of that temperatures aren't, aren't coming around the corner. But uh, but I think in terms of uh, the, the excitement uh, around uh, this program, I think it matches uh, somewhat of the, the hot temperatures that we're, that we're about to endure here the next few months. Well, that'll make it easier to activate the Valley. Because 114 is a total Absolutely. turnoff. <laughs> we'll leave it right there, Hode. We, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for, so much for having me out. Hode Ravino, covering Arizona State, is the publisher of Devil's Digest. Good times! That's all I know of that tune. Good times! <laughs> Somebody sent me, you know, I wrote a thing on, uh, can BYU be the... Uh, brand name in the conference and somebody came after me sent me some deal that uh utes for life pk math is hard byu is eighth in the big 12 one of the smallest brands in the country all right well dude guess who's sitting there behind washington and oregon as the third biggest brand in the pac-12 at utah no asu how about that this guy sends me his thing that incriminates Utah, but as long as it's hammering BYU, he's okay with it. Cool. We're going down, and so are you. <laughs> Utah's owned BYU, but they list their brand. I mean, Utah's own. excuse me, Utah's owned ASU, but this thing that he sent me, Power 5 brand value comparison, lists the Devils as having a better brand than Utah. I'll take it. I don't give a crap about BYU. <laughs> It's Reed. Summertime is here in the Valley, and whether you're looking for that summer road trip vehicle or maybe you're thinking about upgrading, you need to go check out my friends at Airpark Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They're just off Frank Lloyd Wright. They listened to their customers. They made some changes, and I want you to meet my pal, Val. He's the guy that's going to get you the best deal in town. Val, what's going on this month? Hey, Reed. What's up, Scottsdale? These are absolutely the best deals in town on Jeep Grand Cherokees, up to 70 $8,800 off. This is the perfect ride for your summer vacation. Me and my power team will make sure you will get the best deal in town. Yeah, you heard it from my pal Val. Big deals on Jeep Grand Cherokees. If you're looking to upgrade for that summer road trip, come check them out. They're just off Frank Lloyd Wright in Scottsdale. It's Air Park Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Ask for your pal Val. I will get you the best deal in town. And find them online airparkcars.com. Stock number PC502660 on approved credits. See dealer for details.